Hi listeners, it's myself, Mick Clark, and as I normally say with Rudolf Skeepers, but my partner in crime's away at the moment, so he's gone to do a bit of fishing. So, Rudolf, if you're listening, I hope you're getting a few fish. Uh, I have to say, mate, I've been out in the week. I didn't have much success, but I've got you some nice bonnies tucked aside in the freezer for when you come back. So you've got some nice shark bait waiting for you, mate. Okay, listeners, so on the last episode, we were talking about safety. And we were talking about vessel safety and vehicle safety. And I did say that we were going to talk on this edition about uh, trailers. So it's that time of year, we're getting ready to go fishing and we're getting the boat ready and uh, you make sure your back is okay to tow the boat. Something we often neglect is our trailers. And usually this time of year, it's time to do the COR. A lot of people leave it till just before the summer. So... I was preparing last week ready to get this edition ready and talk about trailers and maintenance and I was sort of thinking back about experience I've had with trailers breaking down and and actually seeing other guys literally ruin a holiday by the trailer breaking down, you know, a bearing going bad and a wheel falling off or something like that and it sort of reminded me of a few stories I was going to tell you and then all of a sudden a week ago I'm driving back from the beach, and right in front of me, a trailer came off the back of a backy. I couldn't believe it. Like 20 meters in front of me. I had to slam my brakes on. The trailer did a right turn. Luckily, a car coming the other way, it missed it. And right on the uh, side of the railway bridge, this trailer smashed into the bridge and broke some concrete posts. And I had to stop, help the guys. Lucky, 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 everyone was okay. And it just ties in with what I was talking about, uh, about uh, doing some safety checks. So what I want to do is go through some of the things we should be doing, all of us. And let's just have a reminder, whether you're new to fixing your trailer, whether, whether you, even if you take it into a, a repairer or a garage to get the trailer fixed, this can be a checklist just to double check that either you ask them to do these jobs or when the trailer comes back, you actually go through and check all these things have been done. So let's go back to that story. That trailer came off the back of um, the Toyota Baki for a reason. And the reason was the tow hitch wasn't clamped properly down onto the tow ball. Now, that's an easy thing to do. When you hurry, you come off the beach, is everything okay? Yeah. Sometimes another guy helping you, you round the front of the trailer, the guy's round the back, and you forget to do things. At the end of the day, like a skipper on a boat, it's the driver's responsibility to check. So if somebody fastened your vessel onto the trailer, if somebody puts the hitch onto the trailer, you as the driver have to check that everything's okay. Now, you should have a safety chain as well. In this particular case, lo and behold, no safety chain. So when you're taking your trailer, guys, just make sure that, train is, that chain is A, there from originally being there, or if you haven't got one, my advice would be to get one fitted because if it ever jumps off, or the neck of the trailer breaks, at least you've got that safety chain there to, to keep it attached to the back of the vehicle. Okay, so let's say now we, we're going for our COR, our annual COR, that's the perfect time to get everything ready. Now, if we think about a trailer, it's made up of different parts. You've got the body of the ta- trailer, you've got the, if it's a beach trailer, it'll be a breakneck trailer, you've got electrics, you've got the axle, you've got the wheels, So it's quite a complicated little system, that trailer. You know, we take it for granted. We blow the tires up sometimes and just expect everything else to work. 
But let's just go through a, a few things we should be checking. And then we'll look at some things if we go on a long journey. Maybe we can do those extra things. So every time you go on a trip, whether it's a short journey or a long journey, make sure that the, the actual hitch on the trailer is well prepared with grease or whether your favorite oil, whether it's WD-40 or Q20 or something like that. Spray the, spray the pin where it goes under the, uh, to lock the hitch on and spray the actual hitch and the ball itself so it's nice and free. When it's on, hitched onto the vehicle, it slams down and you know that thing's lubricated and it's locked on there. Then we walk along the trailer so we know we've got the chain on, we know it's hitched up. Quickly look under the trailer if you've got a brake neck. Make sure the bolt's nice and tight so the trailer's not going to sway about. Make sure your, trailer, uh, your vessel's strapped down onto your trailer. Go around the side of the trailer and just shake the wheels. That's a great indication to check the bearings. Just give them a tap with your foot or push it. And if there's any movement on that wheel, suspect you've got a bearing problem. If you've got a jack handy, jack one side up, spin the wheel. If you hear a rumble, you've got a problem. Okay? Now, if you're on a longer journey, what I like to do is every time I stop for fuel, I do that little push or kick test, but I also just quickly touch the hubs because if you've got a problem, with the bearings, those hubs are going to start getting hot. So I'd rather you sort the problem out in a service station than in the middle of the road somewhere, and hopefully not in the middle of the night. So you, sometimes you can prevent that problem before it actually happens. Um, so we go around the back of the trailer, obviously check the lights. That's a famous one. Let's get real, guys. We wait till the last day before we go on holiday or the night before. We go check the trailer. Lo and behold, you put the indicators on, the brake lights come on. But the brake lights come on and indicators come on. Don't leave it till the last minute. So it could be a bad earth. That's the usual cause. So quickly check the earths and then just spray the socket where uh, the, the, male plug, the male plug, where it plugs into the car. Just give it a quick spray. Push it in, a few, in and out a few times and it should be good to go if it was a bad connection. If you've got the older type lights or take globes, my advice, to be honest with you, is Get those changed for LED because those things cause so many problems. If you're the type of guy who launches your trailer back into the salt water, you're going to have endless problems with globes. And some of them problems are taken away with LED. Just make sure you use some nice watertight connections uh, if you have to do the re redo the wiring. And then you're good to go with the back end with the electrics. Okay, so if we've walked all around the trailer and everything's okay, is all good go back to the front again and just check your jockey wheel now i'm involved with jet skis and we do a lot of work on jet skis and one of the things i tell guys is if you're going on a long journey take the jockey wheel off put that jockey wheel in your backy because pretty much guaranteed it's going to vibrate the wheel's going to come down and you're going to damage it um, and that could be a cause again to, to lift the trailer off the hitch to be quite honest with you so if you're going on a long journey lock the jockey wheel away. If you're not, it's a short journey. Just again, give it a quick spray and make sure it works okay. So that's your checks for going on the sort of um, short journeys and the long journeys, guys. Um, but if we step back a little bit and we say we're going to go on a really long journey, what could I do to improve my chances that my trailer wouldn't break down? What I suggest you do is take some spares with you. The first thing I'd suggest is a pin. 
So most breakneck trailers have got a pin through them. If you lose that pin or somebody steals that pin, you're going to have a problem getting back. So what I suggest is take the spare pin. If it's a real emergency, you forgot the pin and somebody steals it or you lose it, you can strap the trailer together, but I'd rather take a spare pin. Definitely, definitely take a set of spare wheel bearings. And don't guess the wheel bearings. The next time you get your trailer maintained, get the guys to get the numbers off the bearings and get a spare set or two spare sets and keep them with you nice and dry in the backy. And if you go somewhere and you break down, you've got a spare set of bearings. Um, the other thing I would actually suggest is, they're not as expensive as you think, but it's a good idea to actually take the full hub. So if you have a problem, you're in the middle of nowhere and you break down, just get the jacket up, take the wheel off, put the spare hub on, bolt it back up, put your wheel on, you're good to go. Why fix wheel bearings by the side of the road? So that's a good little tip for you there, guys. The next thing I'd look at is um, the suspension system on the trailer, because if you're going on a long run, and especially to Mozambique, where if you break down, you'll never get a leaf spring, leaf springs are inexpensive, and with the jet skis, there's probably only two different types. So if you're going with a group of guys, make sure you've got at least two uh, leaf springs for 13-inch trailers and two leaf springs for 14-inch trailers. And if you're taking a boat, identify the leaf spring before you go. Just take a spare and strap it to the axle. And, you know, you're going to have a bit of inconvenience, but at least if you have to change a spring, you're going to get back home safely. The other thing is how the um, leaf springs actually attach onto the axle. They attach with a U-bolt. So if you're familiar with a U-bolt, Take a spare few of them for definite, because if that thing's corroded and you hit a bump and it comes off, you've got big problems. Even if you don't know how to change it, it's definitely worth taking, a, for the cost they are, a few spare U-bolts um, with you. So, that sounds like a lot of spares. Sounds like going to take a truck full of loads of spares, but when you think about it, it's not actually much. And it's not actually the end of it, guys, <laughs> because there is another few things. Um, I would take a few nuts off your trailer definitely um, and maybe consider taking a stud or two as well because if you wait until the last minute and you break down and you go to take those studs off and it's seized and you break it back to square one you've got a problem or you go to tighten it up you over tighten it and the nut snaps what are you going to do no problem you've got a spare there so for a very small amount of money guys you can have spare nuts spare studs spare hub Spare springs, spare U-bolts. So my advice is get them. They're extremely valuable on a long run. Okay, so what else we could do with our trailers then? Well, apart from the actual trailer, we sometimes bolt extras onto them. And the, the first thing that comes to mind is a winch. So those hand winches are absolutely famous for the strap breaking. So before you go boating, um, I always check the strap. I always pull a couple of meters off just see if there's any nicks where it's caught in the winch. And before you go, week before, get that strap changed. Even better, to be quite honest with you, is take that old strap off what's made out of that sort of seatbelt material and get some nice Dyneema uh, 8 mil or 6 mil rope. And then if it ever snaps, which it never will, that, that, that stuff, you're not going to have a problem. You're not going to lose your jet ski or your boat off the back of the trailer. 
So um, another thing that goes wrong with those manual winches is the little spring brakes, so check that, and also the levers seize up. So what I tend to do is I give it a good spray with WD-40 or Q8, and then um, once that's dry, I spray some silicon over the rest of the winch, so that actually stops it from rusting in the first place. So now you've lubricated the winch, you've spread some Q20 on it to protect it, you should be good to go for a few weeks now. Another thing we, we like to do in the boating industry is we like to put the electric winches on. Electric winches are fantastic. They're the best asset I've got for, un, for loading and unloading. Um, certainly a jet ski, and I suppose you couldn't, you couldn't even load a boat without an electric winch. But with them come some potential problems. So what I like to do with a winch, I like to take the remote off. I like to make sure it's been sprayed with electrical spray. So you're not getting a dry connection and you come to load your boat quickly and you press the button and the winch doesn't work. So up front, get some electrical spray onto that remote. Also, where the wires go onto your winch, those connectors tend to really get rusty underneath. They usually have a rubber boot, so it's nice to pull that rubber boot back. And what I do is I get a little Dremel or a, a drill with a wire brush on and I just run it round them rusty bolts and then I put some WD-40 on again and I run it round again, get nice and nice and clean. And then put some waterproof marine grease or you can put dielectric silicon grease on. So those bolts are nice and clean. You've got nice connections. So you don't have to go to the beach and at the last minute you're trying to get your boat out of the surf and, oh dear, the winch is all not working. So a lot of maintenance on the uh, electric winches, guys. So... That sounds, that sounds like a lot of work there, and it is a lot of work, but it's a lot of work if you do it at the last minute. If you think of it as preventative maintenance, so definitely when you do your COR, you're going around, you're checking the wheel bearings, check everything else. The U-bolts look rusty, change them. If the springs look rusty, change them. If the lights don't work, change them. If you've got the old-style globes, change them to LED. So if you do this stuff up front, and do it a little bit at a time, you can think of it as a preventative maintenance, then you're not going to break down in your trailer, you're not going to lose a wheel, you're not going to uh, run off the side of the road, your bolt's not going to fall off the trailer. Sounds scary, guys, but that actually happens. And in fact, I've actually seen two trailers broken down on the freeway with boats in the last two weeks. So it's a continuous problem, guys. Um, so we've had a discussion about it, um, I've gone through some of the potential problems that can be caused if, if you don't maintain the uh, trailer. I've gone through stuff there, some of the materials to use to maintain your trailer. So it's nearly time to go fishing, guys. It's time now to do your trailers. From me, guys, till the next episode, and I should have my partner in crime, Rudolph, back with me. I've been Mick Clark. Bye for now.